Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. Today is Friday, September the 16th, 2022. I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach, and I am joined by the one and only Mr. Josh Crash Davis. And we are here to go over an extremely busy 14-game MLB main slate right up my alley in my sweet spot. I am fired up, Crash. How are you doing on this Friday? Yeah, I'm doing good, Coach. Um, last night was good. You know, uh, we gave out some really good plays um, for the NFL slate. So hopefully some of our viewers got to take advantage of that. Um, our pitching was really good, you know, for the baseball, but the bats were just dry. I mean, there was yeah. probably only two or three home runs all night. So no one was hitting any home runs. So tonight they'll probably hit in 30. So. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, we snuck into the cash. It was good. Had some right. DK and Yahoo winners. Yahoo's my go-to, man. I say it every day. Oh, but yeah. jump in there, guys. It is awesome. Um, yeah, it was it was an interesting night. And then, you know, I I was all mad right off the, the jump though, because I, I couldn't find the, the football game at first. Oh yeah. And I'm like, where the hell's the football game? So then I had right. I saw that whole because I, I had not seen that whole prime video garbage mm -hmm. so that was a, a little bit of a uh you know curveball it, it was interesting but uh yeah it was it was a good night it was a good night i was fired up again you know i i just the moderator you and uh steven are the awesome nfl guys but hey my captain got it done crash yeah yeah <laughs> I know. He did. He so did. I, Mike he did. Williams. I was so yeah. proud of that pick. So Mahomes on last Sunday, Williams. I've got it. And I'm going to call it an NFL hot streak. Can I call yeah, it? Yeah, you, sh you should maybe put out a bonus lineup for him. No, 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 <laughs> no. I'm I'm totally and the lineups I cash were strictly because you and uh, Steven are our pros and you got it done. I am going to stay in my lane. NBA, MLB. And a little golf. That's that's yeah. where I make my my dough. I'm not dumb enough to get cocky because I went mm -hmm. with Mahomes. You know, real stretch there. And then right. Williams wasn't a stretch either because their other receivers were hurt. So yeah. there you go. But anyway, we we get off subject. Great to have everybody in here. We have a nice group starting out uh, today. Uh, we're still trying to decide on the exact time to roll with this podcast. I know Crash and I were talking about it prior, and we, we sort of like doing this later one because mm -hmm. we have updated lineups and weather and news, and it, it really makes us feel stronger with our recommendations so things aren't shifting as the day goes on. Uh, I just want to make sure we're, we're getting out there to enough people because I know there are so many other uh, DFS podcasts going on at the same time. And uh, we're hoping that uh, we're your choice. Uh, that's for sure. We want to be uh, the go-to spot for everybody. So let us know, though, in you know, in chat, if you have a comment anywhere in here. Uh, it, we want to hear from everybody. You like this time frame. You think we definitely should go back to the earlier one. You know, whatever you guys think and gals, let us know because uh, that's really important to us. We're, we are there for our members and we're there in front of the paywall for those uh, that uh, want to follow us in sports. Uh, and we do all the main sports, seven-day-a-week podcast here in MLB. 
We have the two uh, podcasts for the NFL, 6.50 on Thursdays and then 8 p.m. on Saturdays. So tomorrow, 8 o'clock, be in there. We're giving away five Millie Maker tickets and Crash. Mm -hmm. And Stephen and I will go over that entire Sunday uh, NFL slate. And then, uh, of course, right now we're, we're trying this 5 o'clock spot. And uh, we're going to see if that catches on. And we may tweak it around a little bit. So um, definitely uh, keep giving us that uh, feedback. We'd love to hear it. Payne, Payne, did you hit the Yahoo all day yesterday with me? I hope so. I hope that you hit that. Let's say hello to some of these folks, Crash. Okay. Um, Nathan Feudy, first one in. Congratulations, Nathan. You're awesome. Uh, feeling the pain there with our man, uh, Pain Blank SM. Rosé now, this is three podcasts in a row. I think Rosé is con- uh, one of the family now after mm-hmm. uh, catching the last couple. Of course, of course, our buddy RJ, King of Smack. We know he's in there Friday Night Lights tonight for King of Smack. JT, King of All Trades. The whole group is in here. Boy from Cali, I think, is in too. Yep, he's in there. So uh, fired up here for this, this entire slate. We've got good weather. Have you seen any last minute? Let me do a, a last second check since we're doing this later show. Nope, weather's all good everywhere. I will say that a uh, little bit heavier wind blowing out in San Fran, but it's always swirling there and it's going to be cool. So basically that early Colorado-Chicago game's over with already, so we don't have to worry about it. So no weather concerns, which is amazing for mm-hmm. 14 games spread out all over the country, but I'll take it. Yeah, for sure. For sure. All right. We are going to give away two Millie Maker tickets during this podcast, too. I, I threw that out there on Twitter and TikTok. So uh, here we are on the way in as we start attacking this slate. If you can give us a quick thumbs up if you're on YouTube, we'd appreciate that. Um, and definitely subscribe and hit the little alert button. This way you know exactly when any of our podcasts post. Uh, We would appreciate that. If you're catching this live on Twitter, like and retweet so we get the word out there. And if you want to join us, uh, you can go to dfscoachtalk.com. You can try out any of our memberships. If you want to just go for the the three-day for this weekend, today, Saturday, and Sunday, You get our golf stuff and, of course, all of our baseball. And then the NFL, that little thing they call the NFL. Mm -hmm. Um, If you want to catch us on Twitter, uh, we're at DFS Coach Talk. Crash is at JP Davis 1982. And I'm at Joe Sarvati. And uh, if you win one of the tickets, shoot us a DM at DFS Coach Talk with your PayPal email. And we will send that out to you immediately. All right, I am going to also hit the refresh button on the ownership numbers because we're going to refer to those as we go. Crash, I want to get a little overview of the slate from you uh, as we dive in because the reason I love this slate so much is there's really not any chalk. I mean, you can pretty much take any stack you want and not feel like you're losing any leverage or anything anywhere. And pitchers are spread out because there's question marks. You got some average pitchers going against bad teams, some people coming back from injury. So really it's not hard to be contrarian today without even trying. 
Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's five, there's five, uh, excuse me, stacks that I like right now. Um, and one of them is very project, you know, projected low ownership. So I'm not sure if it hasn't, the last one you posted in our Discord, is that the most recent or do we have no, more recent stacks? Uh, there's a re one that's uh, an hour later that I just uh, uploaded. So what I'll do is we'll go over those. And, uh, you know, if you have when we get to your stack, we'll just check it out and see what the update it is on okay. all three uh, sites. Because okay. we we like to, you know, we tout all three of them, DraftKings, FanDuel and Yahoo. And we also... Uh, our big proponents of prize picks. And then, of course, which leads me to our presenting sponsor, sponsor which is Boom Fantasy. So we want to thank Boom Fantasy for stepping up and partnering with Coach Talk. And we will have our top two picks for both prize picks and Boom Fantasy uh, at the end of the podcast. The Prince is in the building. Tony A., what's up, my man? Jim Parrish. I'm loving Jim Parrish. Hi, Coach Crash Mom as well. Thank you. Oh, okay. That is great to hear, man. So your your mom, I know you had said you took her to the doctor the other day and missed the podcast. So thank goodness she's feeling better. Uh, that is fantastic news, Jim. All right. Let's see. What else do we want to say? Anything else before we dive in? Because this is going to be nose to the grindstone here to get all these games yeah, in. Yeah, let's... Yeah, let's get after it because we do have 14 games. So. Okay, Fear Money's in. How you doing, Fear Money? Let's get this. You didn't miss anything. We drug our feet for five minutes to let everybody slide into the, dis the our, not Discord, but our podcast. All right, first one, Crash. Here we go, 7.05. It is the Miami Marlins at the Washington Nationals. It is 76 degrees, still warm in Washington, no wind to speak of. Seven and a half, low total, 3.91 implied for the Marlins, 3.59 for the Nationals. Jesus Lazardo, the lefty, 8.7K. And Josiah Gray, the rookie, right-hander, 7.6K for the Nationals. So, Crash, let's do this if you don't mind. I want to dive right straight to get your feedback on – the ownership with these guys uh, because mm -hmm. I was a little interested early. I've been, you know, trying to determine if I want to put Lazardo in there or not. He is just the last guy looking in now. I've made a change in the last hour. He was going to be my value pitcher. I still like him a little bit today, but he's, you know, when I, you know, he's 8,700 and he's the seventh highest owned right now uh, projected at uh let me let me make sure that i get this yeah uh he's i'm sorry he's the sixth highest at 15.3 percent with only 11.4 percent chance of being a top two so um huh, i gotta take these out my uh alexa's looking up jesus alzar uh uh lazardo for me <laughs> hilarious yeah. But a minus four on uh, leverage there. So that bothered me a little bit as well. And then, um, and that's, that is on uh, DraftKings. And then uh, as far as who he's going up against there, where was he at? Because I was a little, Josiah Gray is the fifth highest 
uh, 21% share, which I thought was super high personally on mm -hmm. uh, DraftKings, uh, but only a 9% chance of being in the top two pitcher, which is a minus 12. So that scared me on both of them. On FanDuel, we've got uh, Lizardo at about 9.5% ownership and uh, Josiah Gray second at 14% ownership. Whoa. So a lot of love for Josiah Gray today. And then uh, let's check out Yahoo real quick. And the reason I'm spending a little more time with this because it was a surprise to me, to be honest with you, that mm -hmm. they were that high. Um, now, when you go to uh, Yahoo, it's it's a lot different. Uh, Lizardo not getting much. Uh, he's down at 9%. And... Um, Let's see, where is Josiah Gray only at 4% on uh, Yahoo? So real big variance there, man. Like, tell me what you think about these pitchers. Yeah, I'm really surprised by the Josiah Gray ownership, at least the projected ownership, because I don't think that he's in that great of a spot. I've seen um, some of the numbers. There's like five bats that have hit 333 or better against Josiah Gray from Miami. So I'm kind of thinking that Miami might be a team that I'm going to have a few players from just as okay. a GPE, well-owned plays. Um, Joey Wendell and Brian Anderson would be the two main ones for BVP uh, with Miami. So I kind of like that. Um on the other side, Lane Thomas has really good BVP against Lazardo, righty-lefty yes. matchup there. So, you know, you could probably get two or three guys in this game. Very cheap, very low-owned. So, you know, this, this could be a key game from a GPP perspective. It makes sense. You know, I just – I see that 7.5 total in Vegas. I think Lazardo is a – is a, is a decent play today. I like him better than Gray personally, mm -hmm, but I don't. I think I'm going to fade both of them. Crash. I just don't have a good, good enough feel for these two young teams. All the young pitchers, young hitters here, um, and I, I'm going to end up just uh, probably skipping. I will say though, where I don't, if I don't play Lazardo, which I'm not leaning to do right now. Lane Thomas at 2.8 has been pretty red hot. He's, he's mm -hmm. hit the ball well. And, yeah. uh, you know, I think a one-off maybe on each side here. But I, I want to read those numbers because that really sort of talked me out of these two pitchers even more so when I saw that they yeah. were both two of the top six own pitchers right now. Right. Projected. That's yeah. hard to believe to me. That is. That is very hard to believe. But, uh, right. you know, Go ahead. I'm just the numbers. And um, I like a couple of these Miami bats and, you know, Lane Thomas, you know, so those, I bet three of those guys will find a way into my lineups. I really do. Wow. Yeah. I may end up blank in this game, to be honest with you. And that's, you know, backing up. I, I put a bonus Yahoo all day out there and Lazardo's my second pitcher. Mm -hmm. And I, I decided I didn't want to change it. I'm going to stay yeah. with them, but it's not like I'm doing it jumping up and down excited, you know? Right, yeah. All right, let's go to game two. It is the Baltimore Orioles and Toronto Blue Jays. It is at 7.07. I assume the roof will be open in Toronto, so that'll be a little more conducive to some runs scored. Uh, the Vegas totals nine. A clean four implied for Baltimore, five for Toronto. Jordan Lyles, 6.6K. 
against the Trevor Richards for one inning probably, and then Kikuchi will mm-hmm. basically be the the starter, the the uh, the guy that'll get the majority of innings if he lasts. Right. So, uh, any uh, feel for this game? Yeah, this is the stack that I was referring to um, as the low owned stack. What are the latest numbers on the Baltimore stack? All right, we're gonna go to stacks, and let's uh, let's see where these guys stand. I'm gonna and Toronto for that matter because I like both of these stacks. So absolutely. Okay, on uh, on DraftKings, Toronto is. Uh, let me get the ownership share. Uh, one, two, three, four, fifth highest. But guess what? Seven percent. There's no chalk today, no, brother. Yeah. You can take anybody yeah. you want. Is yeah. basically the way it comes down to. And then uh, Baltimore's nearly no ownership. One point four percent share. Yeah. On the stand. That's crazy. There's there's some really good BVP on the Baltimore side. Um, and then and then Matt Chapman on the Toronto side. That's my home run call today. He's seven for nineteen with four home runs against Jordan Miles. Oh, so he's I really killed like him. I know. Um, and I like all the righties, you know, at the top of that lineup. And you could probably get three or four of them and then put them with some Baltimore and some, you know, Miami, Washington, whatever. I mean, I know this is like real contrarian, but yeah. on the bigger slate, that's kind of the approach that I want to take. So um, that's kind of the direction I'm leaning right now. I don't know how much of the rest of these games I'm going to have. I might have quite a bit invested early. So could you be know, a really good though. night or, you know, a short night. <laughs> yeah. No, you're going to get off to a good start. And I'll tell you, you can't help but almost be contrarian. I, like I said, there's really not chalk. I mean, it's yeah. going to be you play your best guys, put them out there, and you don't have to really sweat the whole leverage thing much today because – you know, you're going to get different in places, whether you try or not. I will say right. on FanDuel, Toronto is the fourth top stack, but only at 9%. And uh, Baltimore way down the list at 2%, uh, nice. just to give you a feel there. And Yahoo, uh, let's see if we have any change there. Because, again, nobody's even double-digit stacks on Yahoo. Mm-hmm. Not one single team. Um, wow. Toronto's third though at seven and a half percent and Baltimore, you know, all the way down the list at 1.4. So, um, you know, you get, you got a lot of difference difference there. If you, if you want to go with, uh, anybody from this lineup. Now I love these two teams. I play them a lot. Um, mm-hmm. and I seem to get to guys from both of these squads. Uh, I don't like Lyles at all. I can tell you that. I think he's not good. Kikuchi's yeah. been a home run, you know, right. waiting he's given to happen, run if you will. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's why they knocked him out of the rotation, you know. Exactly. So, yeah. But here's the bizarre thing for me. I I'm, I'm, didn't get to a ton of guys in this game, and I want to. I think, mm-hmm. you know, I'm going to build another lineup and try to get some of these guys in here. Um, I really do like Rutschman, though. I mean, yeah. I know that uh, I mean, he's going to get in at bat against Richard, so he's going to swing from the left side. I mm-hmm. think that, you know, he's he's a switch hitter, and he's fine from the right side, just a little more pop from the left side. Right. He's getting a couple of at-bats against Kikuchi. They'll probably go back to a righty out of the pan, a pen. So I just – I really like Rutschman today. He's a little expensive at 5-1, but I like the middle there. 
Rutchman, Santander, Mountcastle, and, and our man Gunner, you know, mm-hmm. two, three, four, five, I think I don't think you can really be upset with those guys at all. Yeah. Now, will do you think Gunner will get pinch hit for when they bring Kikuchi in, though, or do you think that he'll no. stay in? Okay. I think he stays in because okay. Richards is probably only going to pitch an inning or two. Yeah, that's so, true. So, yeah, they'll stick with Gunner there. I just I'm not going to go to Gunner because of the fact that he definitely is better against righties, mm-hmm. and I don't think he'll get pinch hit for. But I just don't think he's going to be quite as effective. And there's just so many good plays today. That it yeah. makes it so difficult. I mean, I'd I'd love to get there, but uh, probably not going to. And then on the Toronto side, you know, we've attacked Lyles a bunch of times, and you know, the couple of lineups that I put together, I just didn't get any Blue Jays, and I, I'm not liking the fact. But Springer, Guerrero, Bichette, and Hernandez are expensive. Uh, Matt Chapman's numbers against Lyles, like you said, are absolutely ridiculous. But he's 4-7 at a position at third base that is so loaded tonight that I just was teetering. You know, I like BVP. I know some people don't, but I do. And that BVP is a joke. I mean, it's are you Mm -hmm. kidding me? So it's tempting. But uh, I don't know, Crash. I I could be dead wrong here by not having some Blue Jays in my lineup. I got to maybe try to squeeze one in somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely going to have some, uh, but, you know, I'm still kind of letting the news build my lineup today a little bit, so waiting to see what happens. But I think I have a pretty good feel for where I want to go based on the leverage on the ownership right now. So, Awesome. Uh, Travis Duarte's in there. Little Monster. All right, man. Little Monster's back. Raider 7. I love it. And you are very welcome, Raider 7. I am thankful that you're in here with us. Uh, Deaver's my home run call, little monster. Guess what? Yeah, he, he almost was my home run call today. Well, little monster hit me right on the nose here. He is my home run okay, call. Nice, yeah. So, little monster nice. called me out. All 28 teams playing. What's yeah. 28 times nine for God's sakes? That's a lot of players for somebody to throw a, a home run call in there and nail it. So mm-hmm. shout out for little monster. I love it, man. Yeah. That is fantastic. Um, garage junk production right? is back, huh? 252, isn't it? What? 28 times nine. Oh, is that what it is? Okay. I so 252 so. players and the little monster grabbed my HR call. That's pretty, pretty yeah. sharp, but that is fantastic. Coach mom's in with us today. All right. That is good. We got to, we got to tighten up the ship now. Coach Mom gets on us if we screw up. So we got to stay on this. Um, all right. You know what? I, I want to give away a ticket right now, right off the bat. Let's give away a ticket. Uh, I know it's early in the show, but I want to do that because uh, we definitely want to get some people in that Millie Maker because nothing would be better if somebody could hit. And then Coach Talk is the one that produced the ticket. It'd be fantastic. All right. I'm going to hit the, is anybody in here that hasn't commented yet? Cause I'm going to hit the randomizer and give away our first ticket. Don't forget at DFS coach talk, uh, send the information there so we can PayPal you, uh, that ticket. All right. Bang. The winner is uh, Rose Miller. Didn't Rose win yesterday? 
Rose Miller with I don't a double. Remember that. I don't remember that name. Well, I, I wasn't on the Rose podcast yesterday, so I don't know. I think Rose Miller might have won yesterday too, but that's all right. Multiple tickets mean multiple yeah. chances to win. So, Rose, congratulations. You've won the first ticket today. I am fired <laughs> up for you. All right. Thank you, uh, Garage Junkie Productions. He said, gently caress that like button, people. Absolutely. Please uh, hit the thumbs up, hit the like button, uh, subscribe. All of that really uh, means a lot to us for sure. Um, King of Smacks on the Cardinals. That's going to be pretty popular, I think. But again, nothing's super Mm -hmm. over popular today. All right, let's get on a 7-10 game crash because we're dragging behind time-wise here. I'm doing too much chirping. Um, Chicago White Sox at the Detroit Tigers, 78 warm degrees in Detroit. Uh, for mid-September, that's pretty warm. Uh, eight degree, eight mile an hour wind blowing in from right center. Seven and a half, low total in Vegas. Four point one zero implied for the White Sox. Three point four zero for the Tigers. Lucas Giolito, seven point eight K for the White Sox against Matt Manning. Six point two K for the Tigers. So. Is it the the Sox or the Tigers here? What do you like either side here? What do you make of this crazy game? Uh, Manning's been solid. I think you could probably get you know maybe a one off here with Chicago, but this is definitely you know a pass game for me. Um, and you know we can get back on track time wise, but I don't I don't really have a strong feeling in this game. Giolito seems a little bit underpriced but he's probably priced where he should be based on his performing so well here's the the tough part for me crash is i just cannot pass up the 7800 price tag on DraftKings. Mm -hmm. so i am reluctantly gonna get jiggy with it myself here i just think 7800 is too cheap and and i go on this premise and i've worn out these stats but it, it just I can't help but to repeat them. Detroit's just, un, you know, historically bad. They're they're batting 216, which is tied for last in Major League Baseball against right-handed pitchers. Right. They strike out the fourth most, <clears throat> and they're just their lineup is awful. Yeah. And I know Giolito has been shaky, but it's you know, look at his last four games. I'll take any four of these games right now. 31 against Oakland, 24 Minnesota, 22 Kansas City, 35 against Baltimore. And then he had a, a tough one against Houston, but then he had a 36 against Detroit. So that's the key here is he went seven innings on August 13th um, and struck out seven. And then he had 33 against Texas, 36 against KC. So, you know, again, I'm not expecting him to blow the doors in. But if he can get a low 30s number for me, like he's been getting against this pathetic Detroit team at 7,800, it allows me to get that extra big power bat into my lineup. So, yeah, but I think as my value play today, 7,800 on DraftKings, 9,000 on FanDuel and only 37 on Yahoo. Yeah, my only concern, and this is kind of why I ended up not playing G Lito is because if he gets blown up and doesn't get the strikeouts, I mean, he's given up nine runs and two starts against Detroit this year. So if he gets, you know, four or five runs, but he doesn't get eight strikeouts like he has been, 
he could be in some trouble. So that that's kind of what put me off of him. But I definitely see the, the play at that price. I mean, this is Lucas Giolito. He's capable of a 50 or 60 point night. So Well, I don't know about that, but I just don't know how much I would trust Detroit to score those four or five runs. Yeah. That's what I'm counting on. So I mean, he put up 52 against San Francisco three weeks ago, so he is capable of it. He is. He is. And it was really neck to neck between him and Lazardo for my uh, second pitcher. Uh, and Giolito's just nosed ahead at this point. So we will see. How about uh, any hitting then from this uh, group? Um, I went with Gavin Sheets yesterday. He hit a home run. Yes, I will did. say Andrew Vaughn. Andrew Vaughn gets the, the, the bat here. Okay. Um, I am not – I doubt I'm going to go to any hitting in this game. I mean, Manning's been a little better. Um, it is warm though in Detroit, so maybe a one-off, uh, if I can fit them. But as of now, I don't have any, anything built up there. Um, all right, let's go to the next one. Seven ten, Minnesota twins at the Cleveland guardians, 75 degrees in Cleveland. No wind to speak of seven and a half is the Vegas total 3.41 implied for the twins 4.09 for the guardians Bailey over 7.4 K against Tristan McKenzie. 9.6 K. Uh, what is your lean in this one crash? I don't really have one. Um, I just, you know, this game's, this game is a pass for me. So here's, here's an interesting stat though, coach, as I looked up who's given up the most home runs, because I know at one point Tristan McKenzie was the towards the top. He's yeah. not anymore. He's, he's probably towards the middle. You know who number one is with the most home runs allowed this year? I think it's Josiah Gray. It is. So uh, for him to be the highest or one of the highest owned pitchers on FanDuel, that is a red flag. It it is a surprising stat and you can look it up. I mean, I looked at it too. I just, that's what I know that he's going against a team that stinks, but again, he gives up a lot of gopher balls and they're all major league baseball players you know so that just totally because i just wanted to see because i knew at one point mckenzie was up towards the top and i was going to say maybe you could stack against him but i wouldn't do that especially without buxton in their lineup but just the 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 fact that josiah gray giving up the most home runs that just jumped off the page i had to mention that but yeah i don't have i don't have a strong feel for this game i this is a pass for me do I win a free ticket for getting the trivia question answered? No. <laughs> <laughs> I thought maybe you'd send me a free ticket, but that's all right. I, I'm good with it. I'm good with it. All right. Let's, you know what? I want to look at. Uh, oh, you're asking me? Yeah. I thought you were going to give me a free ticket because I. Oh, I, yeah. I'll send you a free ticket. I thought. I agree. I mean, I. Yeah. That, out of the, all the pitchers in baseball. And I didn't look it up. I instantaneously right. answered. So. Yeah. I'll send you a free ticket. I thought yeah, you yeah. were asking somebody in the in the audience. The check's in the mail. I've heard that story before. Yeah. <laughs> um, what was I looking at here? Okay. Tristan McKenzie right now, 9,600 is a little pricey. Now he's grabbing 9% ownership, but he does have a 13% chance of being a top two pitcher. So I know if he has one of those monster strikeout games, uh, he could shake things up. There's no question about that. Um, and then Ober, of course, uh, not getting uh, any, any ownership on the other side. 
All right. As far as I'm concerned in that game, though, it's, you know, I, I respect both of these teams enough that certainly don't like any of the pitching and uh, just so many good op- options of where to go. I, I didn't find myself landing on this game uh, a whole lot. Uh, I think that, uh, you know, it's the, the, the weather's good in Cleveland, warmer than normal for this time of year, but just didn't feel real strong about it. Nick Gordon at 3K at, you know, cleanup for Minnesota would be the guy I'd think about um, if I had another spot. Yeah, is there, I guess the rise is okay. He was, I saw he was hurt the other day, but I guess he's okay. He's leading off, but yeah. Um, yeah. And, yeah, and did it, you see that comment the boy from Cali made? I guess no, Schroeder's I did not. I have Schroeder's not looked back to the Lakers. Who is Dennis Schroeder? Oh, is he really? Yeah, yeah. They offered him all that money originally, and he didn't take it. Now yeah. he's going back. Yeah, that is hilarious. Yeah. Uh, Vanessa, you claim your ticket by going to uh, Twitter. Go to at DFS Coach Talk. And or you can just, as it says right below my picture here, at Joe Servati, if you want to go to me directly and just give give us uh, your name and your PayPal email and we'll shoot the cash over to you to get that ticket. So that's how you claim it. Um, All right. We're going to move on to the next one, Crash. I think it is got to keep this train moving. It's the Kansas City Royals at the Boston Red Sox. This game is at 710 as well. Uh, nine is the total 68 comfortable sort of cool degrees in Boston, a slight breeze left to right, six miles an hour, 3.67 implied for the Royals, a nice 5.33 for the Red Sox, Jonathan Heasley, 5.6 K against Michael Waka, 9.2 K. This is a key game for me crash mm-hmm. because my favorite stack of the night is the Boston Red Sox. Okay, and correct me if I'm wrong, they're also the highest owned. Is that correct? I will go ahead and give us your breakdown on this game. I'm going to pull up stacks, and we'll look through it real quick. Go ahead. Okay. Um, Yeah, I don't have a whole lot in this game. You know, I originally had planned on stacking Boston, liked them a lot, but their ownership is too high for me. Um, Based on what I saw last anyway, if that changes, I could definitely get back on Boston. At this point, I just like Beavers, um, and that's that's really about it for me in this game. There's not a whole lot else I like. I mean, you know, I'm a big Salvador Perez fan, but yeah, um, that's maybe you know on DraftKings and Yahoo where I have to have a catcher. Maybe I could go there. Uh, he is four for thirteen with a home run against Michael Waka, but not a whole lot outside of that. I don't think if ownership is way up there still. Well, I you know. It's, it's, I guess, all the way you slice it up. 13.8% is their ownership share projected right now on DraftKings. That is number one, but mm-hmm. sometimes that's number five or six. Right, right. So it's all relative. So to me, I'm back in that scenario where I have no concern the fact that they're the number one stack because 13.8%, that's not much, I don't think. No, I don't think that's, I don't think that's that bad. I mean, I don't know. I I just, I try, I'm trying to get um, a little bit contrarian because I haven't had a lot of success on these bigger slates. So I'm I'm obviously going to change something. Well, I'm, I'm hoping that a lot of people have that thought. 
I'm I'm hoping people look at it and say, okay, Boston's the top stack. I'm gonna not go, you know, leverage wise, go with them. And I think it's a I think it's an error because I think they're in the best spot. And that number, you know, if it was 33.8, then we'd have a different conversation. Mm -hmm. But at 13.8 on DraftKings, I'll take that every time. Kansas City getting respect too, by the way, against Waka, they're fourth at seven and a half percent so you know and people starting to respect that uh those young hitters at the top of that lineup and then on FanDuel, same thing 13 and a half percent for boston kc uh way further down the list uh, there at 4.3 percent uh so you can definitely get a little bit different on FanDuel if you uh, take some of the kc hitters and then on um, when we go to let's see here ownership for Yahoo Boston's nine percent crash, which is number one. Mm. So that's fine with me. Kansas yeah, City way down the list at five. So yeah, you know I feel good about my Boston stack. I'm going to be pretty aggressive with it. You know I'm not a a massive stacker with my hand builds, but. My initial lineup that I have, I'm going heavy, like Devers, Bogarts, Verdugo, kind of heavy. Yeah, so I, mean, I really like the Red Sox here, and I don't mind coming back on the other side with a Kansas City batter too. Uh, the only different, the problem is they have my the three guys I keep have been playing forever: Melendez, Witt, and, and at the top of that lineup, uh, and then a little bit of Sal Perez. They're all priced up now. But what about our buddy Vinny Pascantino, Deadman 2K? Um, yeah, yeah, definitely in play. Uh, he's somebody we haven't heard much from, but I know he came out of the gates on fire when he first got brought up. So, yeah, at, at uh, cleanup, looks like he's batting cleanup. Is that what you show? He's, oh, yeah, he's going to bat, he's batting cleanup. And yeah. you know that right field, all you got to do, just hook one down that by the pesky pole down there and mm-hmm. it's a home run you know a regular fly ball in most places is a home run so right i you know i love this game this will be the key game on the slate for me crash yeah no i i do i like it too it's just the ownership was kind of pulling me away from it but nine percent that's not bad at all i may end up with you know at least two or three boston bats now so and and uh rafael dever uh devers is my uh yeah. Devers, why do I it. always say Devers and Devers? Devers? I think it's my, I don't know. It's Devers. And yeah, I don't know Devers. why I'm saying Devers. Some, yeah. that, I think you said Devers and it got stuck in my thick skull. But yeah, it's Raphael it Devers. Devers. Yeah, so Devers, <laughs> Devers I'll definitely have. But he's at third base. And so is that's Matt. The thick, my that's the thick. So that's right. Utilize the utility position with those two. And Manny Machado's a great call tonight too. So third yeah. base is stacked. Yeah. So I would say if you're playing Fandle, use that utility spot for a second uh, third baseman for sure. For sure. Um, let's see. Anybody else comments in here? Uh, let's see. Joined uh, Crash. What do you think about Hauser? You're getting I'm a, a get a, into it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you're That's getting early. a Brewers question. Yeah. Yeah, I'll get into that when we get to that game. But yeah, right. I think I think I can talk her off of that ledge. So good, good, good. 
All right, let's dive back in. We're going to go to um, 710 Pirates and Mets. It is uh, 73 degrees in New York. Beautiful night for baseball. No wind. Seven and a half total. Uh, poultry 2.84 for the Buckos. 4.66 for the Mets. Mitch Keller 7.2K 2K versus Tyon Walker uh, 8K flat. What do you think? Yeah, this is actually my value pitcher. Um, I hope people overlook him because he's been, you know, he's had his moments where he's struggled against, you know, the stronger teams, just like a lot of pitchers have. But against these lower quality teams, I mean, he's put up some pretty strong numbers, including his best start of the year last time out uh, right. against the Marlins. He had 10 strikeouts, allowed only one run, 58 fantasy points. And, you know, Pittsburgh strikes out the second highest rate. So I think it's definitely there uh, for the potential for him to have a very strong game. So I hope he does. Yeah, I thought about him. He's fifth highest owned on DraftKings at 18% which is, you know, still very respectable number. Mm -hmm. He's fourth highest on um, FanDuel, uh, only eight and a half percent. And on Yahoo, he is, um, let's see, Yahoo, he is, where is he at? Way down the list, eight and a half percent, like, 10th on the list so Mm, yahoo could be the place you could get sneaky with him yeah he is 38 that's not bad at all no not whatsoever um what uh what else any bats here other than that yeah i think um i definitely like pete alonzo and who is the other guy that i liked here um, I don't think he's in the lineup. Um, I don't see. They're well, they're they're starting lineups. Nimmo, I don't see him in the lineup. Nimbo, Lindor, McNeil, Alonzo, Vogelbach, Deb's buddy Mike, Marcana, Gilermo, right. Escobar, and Nito. Yeah, I think it was McCann, but he's not in the lineup. So. And okay. the other guy, like in Vogelback too. I think I liked him too. Plus, it's a revenge game. Yeah, I'm going against a team that traded him. So. That is true. Vogelbach might not be a bad play. I don't have a lot of uh, anything in this game except my second favorite stack. I tricked you. I love the Mets here. Yeah. I think Mitch Keller's not good. That's mm-hmm. the best way to politely put it. Yeah. Three lefties at the top with Nimmo, Lindor, McNeil. And then Alonzo Vogelbach, another lefty, uh, you know, Gilermo at the bottom, Escobar mm-hmm. from the left side. So I just, I love uh, grabbing a bunch of Mets. I will have a lot of Mets and Red Sox tonight. And you can get away if you skip around some of the Mets lineup here as far as ownership goes price-wise. Because Nimmo's 5K, uh, McNeil's only 4'8". You know, I think Alonzo is a fair five six. Lindor five nine is a little tough, but that when then you get super cheap with the rest of that lineup. Vogelbach on down, so you can go you know three Mets and not you know feel real concerned about it. And they're yeah. not getting a ton of ownership, so you know I'm thrilled with that. Uh, the fact that uh, you you know you can get them at single digits uh, as far as a stack today against Keller. I mean, 
I don't respect Keller. Do you? No, I don't. Now, did you say did you say Jalermo? What did you say his last name was? Um, yeah. Let me see. Where Where am I talking about? I'm talking You're about talking about Lucas or Lewis. I'm excuse me, Lewis. Yeah, Luis. Luis Guillorme, I believe. That's Guillorme, right. correct. What I say, Guillermo? Jalermo, I think. Ja- no, like I didn't say pronounce the L. <laughs> something like that. But well, you said that- Luis, and I said, and it's Luis. Luis so between the two of us, we've offended his entire family. <laughs> Isn't he Italian? Isn't that an Italian name? No, he's okay. Hispanic, but okay. that's a good try, though. <laughs> So, yeah. Luis, maybe we need to put you in there with at your cheap 2.7 salary because now that now he's ticked off that we butchered his name. Yeah, uh, it's but, Giorme, yeah. but it, it is Luis. Giorme. Right? Luis Giorme. Venezuelan. So there yeah. you go. McNeil, yes, Parrish. I love McNeil. He is gonna be lock, stock, and barrel for me tonight. Definitely. All right, Crash. Let's keep moving. 720 Phillies. Braves, we have 81 degrees in Atlanta, light breeze blowing in from left at five miles an hour, low Vegas total again. All the numbers seem to be down, mm-hmm. low, low scoring numbers in Vegas tonight. Seven and a half, three implied for Philly, four and a half for the Braves. Ranger Suarez, the lefty against fellow lefty Max Freed, Freed Chicken, fried chicken tonight. Max Fried Chicken is my fade pitcher, Crash. That's bold. What's that for gutsy? That's bold. That's definitely bold. Yeah, Real Muto, um, he's the other catcher I like. He has some really good numbers against Freed. And uh, I like like Acuna and Riley, which no surprise there. Uh, And Olsen can hit lefties too. So, you know, Suarez, he's been decent, but I could see him struggling here a little bit. So, wouldn't mind getting to some of these Braves bats. Yeah, I I like the hitters better than the pitchers in this game, which you know doesn't seem to be that popular. But Real Muto's my BVP play of the day. Mm-hmm. He's eleven for thirty-one against uh, Freed. Eleven uh, twenty-seven OPS, seven seventy-four slugging, three fifty-three OBP, and that three fifty-five average. Uh, three homers, nine RBIs. Uh, and you know, he's sandwiched in between all the other good hitters on that squad with Harper right. and Bohm, and and even Harper as lefty lefty has hit 348 against him with two bombs. So yeah, he he's does. not gonna get any breaks at the top of that order, you know. Yeah, for sure. And Hoskins isn't even in the lineup, so yeah, that's uh Bohm can definitely hit lefties. Um, he'd probably be you know somebody lower owned, I would think, but He's getting more and more popular, but Freed hasn't exactly been uh, super sharp lately anyway. So true, true. I think, you know, at his price, I just thought he was really overpriced for what looks to me a, a, to be a fairly tough matchup. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, another guy I'll call out is for some value is Matt Veerling. I've talked about him a couple of times on this podcast recently against lefties. So you could definitely go there too. 2.3K, definitely cheap. All right, 810 crash. We go to the Dome in Houston, Oakland at Houston. And this is probably the biggest question on everybody's mind is, uh, you know, what's the scoop with Verlander? How deep is he going to go? First 
game back after the IL stint. It's uh, only a seven and a half total, a ridiculous 2.35 for Oakland implied and a nice 5.15 for Houston. So this is the game momentum wise. People I think are starting to want to go to Verlander, start, mm-hmm. starting to want to stack Houston. Are you buying either side of that? Adrian Martinez, 6.4K against Verlander at 11K. Yeah, I mean, Verlander has really good numbers against Oakland. Um, three of his last four starts at home, he hasn't allowed a run against them in his career. In 11 starts, he's averaged 41.6 fantasy points a game against Oakland. So really good numbers. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to get there for two reasons. One, because of his price. The other, because isn't there a chance that he'll have a pitch count tonight? I would assume that he, he will. I mean, yeah. why would you – you have a a, lead, a huge lead. You, you know, you just want to keep him sharp. I, I If he goes more than four or five innings, I, I would really be surprised. I mean, I didn't see that, so don't take that as gospel. I mean, right. I have no idea. I have looked but not seen what the plan is for him tonight. But I just – I mean, it makes no sense why they would push him to go deep here. Yeah. And at 11,000? If he does, let's say he goes a couple of three-two counts early and gets a decent pitch count up there, you know, he he may only go four innings. And why mm-hmm. would you want to spend 11K? You know, he is getting interest. He's he's almost yeah. 20% owned on uh, DraftKings right now as far as uh, what we're projecting. And then on um, – He's only 8% though owned on FanDuel, the one pitcher site at 11 as well. And then on mm-hmm. Yahoo, he's more popular, 22% owned, uh, projected at 57 bucks, which is really yeah. expensive. The so other- I don't know. I mean, I get it. He could strike out however many he wants against this terrible Oakland team because they are bad. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't see the risk reward just doesn't make sense to me there. Yeah. And you can kind of see it on prize picks right now. So they have his strikeout prop at five and a half. They have his pitcher fantasy scores not on the board. So there, to me, that kind of makes me think they're definitely thinking that he's going to be, you know, pulled out. Exactly. Massive red flag. And boy from Cali, for me, he's going to be 100% fade. And I know it's a hard call to make. Um, but if he pitches more than five innings, I really would be very surprised. Yeah. I mean, like you said, they've got this thing locked up. Yeah. It's not like they're in a pennant race. I mean, it'd be different if it was tied, tied up and, you know, they needed this and they don't need it at all. They just want to keep him fresh. So Mm -hmm. that's what I'm doing. Crash popular, not popular. What about the, the Houston stack, which is gaining momentum? Uh, yeah, I do like Houston. Um, Kyle Tucker and Alvarez, the lefties would be my favorites here. Um, but I don't know if I'm going to be able to get all these guys in, you know, it's going to be a pinch salary wise. So we'll see where I end up, but if I do, it'll definitely be those two lefties, uh, from Houston. Yeah. And, and, you know, I think Houston is just priced high. It's so hard to get there. Um, I, I like Jordan Alvarez. I'm back on the bat bandwagon crash. I took a couple weeks off, yeah, yeah. but he's had multiple hits two of the last three games, getting back into a groove. I think he sits on one. He was super close to being my home run call today. Uh, he's five, nine. So it's mm-hmm. not easy, 
But, you know, that's I'm going to use some of that Giolito money on Mr. Alvarez today okay. that I'm saving. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's go to 810. We've got the Yankees and Brewers. So you can answer that Hauser question. Yeah. Um, it's uh, eight total. <clears throat> Milwaukee, 4.13 implied for the Yankees, which is actually pretty low. Mm -hmm. uh, 3.87 for the Brewers. Montas at 8.4 against Hauser at a clean 6K if you want to save the big bucks. Yeah. I uh, To answer her question, as far as Hauser goes, you know, he, his last three starts, um, he's allowed one, one, and zero runs. But that was against Cincinnati. He did pitch at Coors, you know, so that I can give him some credit for that. And then yep. Pittsburgh, and he only pitched two innings in that game. So if you look at, you know, what he's done lately, it looks good on the surface, but none of those teams are the Yankees. And as I talked to you about this morning, he's not the kind of command pitcher that he's going to be able to just kind of nibble around the edges against some of these power hitters. He's going to have to throw that sinker, and if it's not sinking, then they're going to end up in the bleachers. So um, if he goes up two or three home runs, definitely wouldn't surprise me at all. So, no, I would not play Hauser on this game. Okay. Uh, what, any exposure to this game in general? Yeah, I do like Telez. Um, He's my home run call from the Brewers today. I kind of have that, you know, every – game the brewers play i have that one guy that kind of stands out and he's the one that's doing that for me today um and aaron judge i mean how do you not play him you know his salary is the only issue but i mean i think he's got a great chance to hit one maybe even two home runs against hauser so well, i'm i'm bet i'm still with my school of thought that why would you him? pitch to the damn guy yeah i mean i stanton i think maybe i could get stanton out at this point have you seen him swing the bat? He looks now like he's, he's gonna hit a home five run. years old. He's he gonna looks hit like he's 65 years old, man. He swings a bat like like he's you know throwing a stick at a I don't know what, but uh yeah. I I know I'm talking major garbage about him, but man, it's been painful to watch him. So my point being is as much as I think Judge is awesome, I just I don't see the Yankees bats behind him. Vegas is starting to catch on. Look at that implied total. They're mm -hmm. just not hitting up and down that lineup at all. Yeah. And for that reason, I, you know, I'm just, I'm going to not spend that top dollar for him. Uh, but I mean, if they throw, if they throw to him, they're idiots in my opinion. Yeah, yeah I agree. And that's part of the reason why not to jump to uh, our prop plays, but my prop play is from this game uh, with Hauser. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'll hold my breath in this game, but I will not have any exposure to it. Believe it or not. Yeah, I agree. I All agree right. with that. <sighs> we move on to St. Louis. Uh, if Lanny's watching, his Cardinals, Cincinnati yeah. Reds at the St. Louis Cardinals. 81 warm ones in St. Louis. Uh, no win to speak of. Eight and a half Vegas total. 311 for the Reds. 539 for the Cardinals. A popular stack, I think. Uh, it is Fernando Cruz and Raynell Espinal splitting mm -hmm. the duties 4K there with the starter. And then Jack Flaherty, who is dead to me after his yeah. fiasco the last time I played him. Um, Reds, Cardinals, what are you looking at here? Man, it's tough. I mean, you know, this is probably two weeks now that we've been saying we're waiting on the Cardinals to start playing like the Cardinals. 
They have um, not. They have not been playing well. Goldschmidt hasn't hit a home run in almost 10 days. So I do like Goldschmidt here. Um, other than that, you know, you could get, you know, some of the Flaherty, as you mentioned, has been struggling quite a bit. So yeah. Fredo Fraley, Farmer, the law firm, you know, that we like to refer to. Yeah. Aquino uh, has some power. Um, you could look at him as a low owned bat. But, you know, outside of that, I don't have a whole lot of interest in this game. But I do think Goldschmidt's a really good, you know, home run candidate if you're playing that kind of prop bet or something. So, and Flaherty's grabbing double digit ownership, <laughs> though. So, yeah, want, you know, I, I get it because it's at home in St. Louis, Pitchers Park, Cincinnati's not that good. Mm-hmm. He's, you know, in the top seven or eight uh, on, on most of the sites here, 12 to 14% ownership share. But, I mean, we watched him. We watched every stinking pitch recently with him, and he just has not been sharp. Um, for me, it's just a one-off on either side here. I'd love to say, yeah, let's uh, let's play uh, Arenado and and uh, Goldschmidt, all these guys. But just you know, yeah. you you gotta you gotta be realistic, right. um, salary-wise, and you know you've gotta you gotta draw the line somewhere now. There are a few cheaper bats uh, you can get in some different spots. Mm-hmm. Um, who did somebody's asking about Steer? He's batting eighth for the Reds. So I, you know, I, I don't know. A 2.8 K down in the eight hole, a little bit tough, but uh, probably not going to go there. I mean, especially you got to take a first or third base spot up, which is really stacked tonight. Yeah, I agree. I'm ready to move on to the next one, Coach. Three games left, late night slate. Here it is, three-gamer after hours, 938 Seattle Mariners, Los Angeles Angels. We have 73 degrees in L.A., a little breeze out to center at 8 miles an hour. It is an eight t- total in Vegas, triple fours for the Mariners, 444, 356, 3.56 implied for the Angels. Robbie Ray, the lefty, 9.8K against Michael Lorenzen at 6.8K. What do you got? Um, yeah, I do like Robbie Ray. And if you know me, you know I'm not usually a Robbie Ray guy. Uh, but he's had, you know, three starts against the Angels, 52, 52, and 58 fantasy points. Exactly. So very, very consistent. Um, you know, this lineup strikes out the most in baseball. So there's there's a couple reasons right there to take to take him, and the third reason is it looks like his ownership is not really that high. So I know, yeah, yeah. I he's not highly owned. Robbie Ray's my buy a pitcher too, Crash, and mm-hmm. I would say you and I have a lot of times he's been our fade pitcher. We have not oh, yeah. been on Robbie Ray much yeah. this year, but yeah. those three performances against LA are fantastic, yeah. and you know I'm not even going to have the courage to watch. Otani and Trout's at bat. I'll change the channel. Yeah. But every every anybody else in that lineup, I'm not afraid of. And right, right. I think that uh <clears throat> the fact that just no respect at all, a single mm-hmm. digit ownership projections. Uh, and he's been a good pitcher this year for the most part. Nine percent on DraftKings right now. Um would you believe if me if I told you he's 3.8% projected on FanDuel? Talk about disrespecting a decent pitcher oh, on this slate. Yeah. 
And you're going to play Josiah Gray over him? Are you kidding? Oh, uh, Josiah Gray is on FanDuel 11.6% projection. Robbie Ray, 3.8. Oh, my gosh. I mean, that to me is surprising. And then um, a little bit more on FanDuel, though. Or, I mean, on Yahoo. 18% on Yahoo. So he is getting some play there. So it's a little bit tougher there. He's 9,800 on uh, DraftKings 10-6, which is a lot on FanDuel, and 50 on Yahoo. But again, those three performances all over 50 against the Angels. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just he only went five innings against the Braves, so he should be able to go deep. He often goes over a hundred pitches. I just think it's a really, really good spot for him, and he is gonna be my key pitcher tonight. Yeah. I totally agree. I just I can't I cannot believe that that Josiah Gray is that much higher owned than Robbie Ray. That does that's not... DFS. You know, yeah. you just never know how things are going to roll. Right. As far as the Mariners' bats, you know, I I think you could get to Ty France fairly cheap. Um, Haniger should be back in the lineup. Of course, Rodriguez and Suarez have been their studs lately. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can grab a bat or two from Seattle as well. I don't think Lorenzen. Is anything to write home about, especially like the lefties against him? Yeah, he's not. And I actually like a couple of his former teammates. Um, okay. I like Winker and Suarez both. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, they both played, you know, against him or played yep. you know, with him and now they're against him. And they know a little bit more about him. And they have some good BVP against him, both of them. So, yeah. Very cool. All right, 940, San Diego Padres, Arizona Diamondbacks, last two games on the board. My man Stone Garrett is leading off for the Diamondbacks. That's awesome. That is a confirmed lineup. Mm. Lock him in, guys. 2.4K. I had Garrett in my lineup today. He's in my build already, and I had no idea he was leading off. Now he's going to be like four times owned what he was. Right. Because he's leading off, but I love it, man. I love that spot for him. Yeah. So it's uh I just it, the lineup for some reason they've already got their lineup confirmed, which is is odd. Mm-hmm. So 940 game Padres Diamond backs eight is the total, 459 for the Padres, 3.41 implied for the Diamondbacks. Blake Snell, the lefty, 9.4 K. He crushed my spirit the other day. Madison Bumgartner also the lefty 5.8 K. What is your ownership in this one, sir? Man, it this stack to me, you know, you would think, but they don't have the numbers to back it up. But Arizona looks like, you know, a good GPP stack against Blake Snell if he's going to be that high owned. But okay, maybe because of Stone Garrett and Emmanuel Rivera, I can get to them. But I mean, they got guys that are like 0 for 15, uh, Walker, 2 for 20, Marte. Uh, really bad numbers against Snell. So maybe the Garretts and the Riveras and the Alcantara and Perdomo, those kind of guys, um, I can get to at very low ownership and stay yep. away from bigger names because the, the, the matchup is not there in their favor according to the history. So, yeah. On the, on the San Diego side, I don't – it's not just because it is partially because I'm cheering for you know the Padres to lose and the Brewers to get the wild card, but yeah. I haven't really been impressed with the way San Diego's looked for quite a while. So yeah, I, I you know, and Arizona's been you know a little bit hot of late. So I could definitely see Arizona winning this game. 
it's going to be an interesting game. I, I don't think it's uh, in the bag for Snell like a lot of people think. I mean, uh, San Diego is getting a decent amount of ownership uh, in the stacks. And mm -hmm. even though there's no big chalk, San Diego's one of them getting uh, a lot of respect across the board. A couple of real quick uh, things to comment on from chat. I agree uh, with the Tampa Bay Rays being a sneaky stack today. I'm not a Martin Perez guy at all. And I do like some of those right-handed bats. I love Franco, uh, Wander Franco, and uh, Randy Arozarena. If you can fit them in, so mm -hmm. I did. I didn't mention that when we went by it, but somebody had, had put it in there, and I do think that is a very sneaky low-owned stack that could grab you uh, something, uh, you know, really good. Arizona will crush tonight, according to right. to Lanuka A. How you doing, Lanuka? By the way, uh, great to have you in here with us. I mean that you know that might be a good play if you're if you're uh, if you want to go with somebody that's uh, you know you're going to get good good odds on they're a, mm -hmm. a plus one fifty five right now the right. D backs are it's just pretty hard to really count on Madison Bumgarner that's the only problem yeah um, I wouldn't play him I just I just think that you know the Arizona bats um, I could see them potentially giving some trouble to Snell so. Yeah, well, we'll see what the, uh, you know, the, the Diamondbacks lineup is a lot different today, too. Garrett Rivera, Marte Walker, Kelly Varsho, Alcantara, Carroll, and P Perdomo. So mm -hmm. you've got, you know, a real different look to that lineup. Yeah. Um, I'm not, you know, not stacking either side, but Garrett certainly in play for me. Uh, one off from the Padres side. You know, mm -hmm. I, I wanted to stick with Soto because I've been going with him and he's been absolutely terrible. I mean, it would have been not just a profitable night last night. It would have been takedown city and we got the golden goose egg from Soto last night. Yeah. So I, you know, not wanting to go back to him. I will say Machado is a super dangerous play. Five, six is expensive though, mm -hmm. but uh, his stats, you know, he's hit three home runs against uh, Baumgartner. Yeah. So yeah. definitely scary if you can fit him at third, but again, third base is just chuck full of, of good yeah. players tonight for sure. Sure. Um, Soto and Bell were supposed to make San Diego better. Yeah. Tell me about it. They spent a lot of money on those guys. It, what crushed that team spirit is their PED guys to tease to tease junior when he, got busted mm -hmm. and knocked yeah. out. I think they all just gave up. I think so too. It really, I mean, you really, if you look at it, they have really tailed off since then. Oh, they've and been terrible. He hasn't been now of late. He's been better uh, ever since they benched him. And now he's come back into that closure role. Yeah. But you know, he's, he's really cost them four or five games already. And he's only been there for a couple of months. So. Yeah. They're terrible. Um, the Reds pitcher, somebody asked, I wouldn't, think about either one of them at all you've got a a started it'll go a couple innings possibly and then a a placement guy maybe three four innings in fernando cruz and Raynell espanol they're both 4k but on a slate like this i would not touch either one of them with a 10-foot pole yeah i wouldn't either last game on the slate crash we got to get on down the road here we got lineups to post los angeles yep. dodgers san francisco giants <clears throat> 59 degrees in San Fran. So welcome back to the Bay, the Marine layer, the cold. They say a wind blowing out, but I don't buy it. We know that it swirls around there. You hit the ball to center. It doesn't go anywhere. Mm -hmm. This game was a perplexing head scratcher for me all day. 
Seven and a half is the total, 4.17 applied for the Dodgers. Triple threes for the Giants. Dustin May, who's gotten smoked lately since he came back from uh, being out, 8.2K. Logan Webb, 8.9K for the Giants. Any feel in this game? I thought about Logan Webb for a while. Now, I didn't have the guts to do it, but uh, I don't know. I'm not keen on either pitcher, even though it's conducive to pitching. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's hard to say because, like, with the Dodgers, I mean, they are they don't have it clinched yet completely for home field, but, I mean, they're really close. And so – and they did clinch the division – I don't know how hard they're going to, you know, play at the end of the year um, to win these games. You know, they might have a few more games where they try really hard, but I think at some point they'll probably ease up. And uh, I do like Mookie Betts, though. He's my BVP play. Okay. Uh, he is uh, – what I do with that? I just had that pulled up. 450 against Logan Webb, nine hits and 20 at-bats with seven singles and two doubles. So – no home run, but really good numbers there. Um, so BVP, Mookie Betts. On the um, San Francisco side, I mean, you know, May had that really good start against Miami, but he's kind of tailed off since then. So Big time. Do you have any love for any of these Giants bats? or I do not. You know, I don't. your friendly I, park, you know. So. The reason the game is perplexing to me is I, I respect both pitchers enough that I would not stack against them. Right. And certainly pitching in that stadium where we've seen, like I say, I'd say it all the time, but you can hit an absolute rocket to center and it just doesn't mm-hmm. get at, go out. Yeah. It's so a, it's a hard place yeah. to hit. Yeah, I know. It's, and it's, so I, I respect both pitchers enough that I don't want to take hitters. I respect the hitting enough that I just can't quite get to the pitchers. Right. So this, unfortunately, I really don't, you know, have much, uh, ownership here of any kind. Yeah, I can definitely see that. Yeah, hopefully it's one of those three-two games or something. Nobody mm-hmm. gets anything great on either side if you know if we're passing yeah, it. So if you're playing half. the after-hours slate, though, I would concentrate on the other two games over this one myself. Yeah, me too. Do you see the seven and a half total? Is that what you see? Yes, I could definitely see the under on that. Yeah, yeah. it's seven and a half, and uh, um. Dodgers are 163 favorites. So, mm-hmm. all right, let's let's really quickly look in the chat. Do we have anything that's jumped out? Any other questions we didn't answer? And then we're going to uh, – we are going to give away another ticket and we're going to give our prize picks and boom fantasy picks and then get on down the road. Uh, my system went down. Top stacks on FanDuel, anyone? What are the top stacks on FanDuel? As far uh, as you're talking – uh, projections. I can I think tell he's you talking about our top stacks. Oh, our top stacks. Well, we'll go over that right now. In fact, yeah. um, well, let me let me do in case he's asking the other thing as well. Uh, go ahead, give him. Let, let's go through your review of your payups and stacks and all that stuff. My payup pitcher is Robbie Ray. My value pitcher is Taiwan Walker. My fade is Justin Verlander. My um, Stacks are Toronto, Baltimore, and who else did I say? That's somebody else, I think. Um, mainly Toronto and Baltimore. Okay. Um, 
and I might get to the lefties from Houston. And then I had a couple one-offs from that Miami-Washington game, which I think is going to be very contrarian. Okay, excellent. Um, somebody said, do we like Vogelbach? Crash mentioned Vogelbach. He's on him. I sort of like him as part of my mini stack. I like the the uh, revenge game narrative there too. Um, jock revenge. Uh, that could Logan be something. Dodgers. Yeah. Yeah. Do that. Could be something. Again, that park scares me though. Yeah. Um, King of Smack, I'm going to answer all your questions for you. Uh, what I will tell you, just so you do know, on FanDuel, which you asked, uh, the ownership stack wise right now, Boston's number one at 13, San Diego second at 12, Houston nine, Toronto nine, Seattle six. Mets five, and then it's down from there. So no heavy chalk anywhere uh, per se. My favorite stacks across the board here are Boston and the Mets. That's where I'm going to be going with uh, a lot of them, especially heavier on Boston. Probably the meat of that order are going to be in most of my lineups. Robbie raised my pay up. I'm going to get jiggy with it with Mr. Giolito as my value play and cross my fingers. I do think Lazardo is not a bad value play as well. Max Fried Chicken is my fade. Uh, Real Muto, BVP, Devers, Devers, and all of the above is my uh, HR call. And uh, now let's give our HR um, prize picks. Prize picks. Crash, what do you got? Yeah, before I do, uh, my HR call was Matt Chapman. My BVP was Mookie Betts. So I forgot. All to right. Say. Excellent. Yeah, prize picks plays of the day. Let's give two out. I've got four listed already in Discord for our members. Okay, I've got Adrian Hauser over one and a half walks. I think you can wow. get Judge alone. Um, and then Mookie Betts over seven and a half fantasy score. All he needs is a single and a stolen base or a bunch of different combinations that he can get to. So I'm gonna get on that Hauser play because I think he intentionally walks him twice. And there, there you go. There you go. Yep. I like Robbie Ray over 37 and a half fantasy score. I think he's totally disrespected on this slate, not getting any ownership. He's pitched well. And I think he steps up against a team that he's had 50 plus in his three previous outings against. And I'll take the 37 and a half over. For My sure. second is play. I'm going to the well. He's been, he's, I'm the, the Jordan Alvarez whisperer. Eight and a half is his total. I'm hoping he goes deep today. I hope he gets that with a couple of doubles. He's in that nice home ballpark and uh, feel good about Jordan Alvarez. How about Boom Fantasy, our presenting sponsor? What are your top two plays there? I've got Goldschmidt more than Arenado total bases. Uh, that's on the Pick'em Toss-Ups matchups play. Okay. And then the Pick'em Toss-Up Aaron Judge over one and a half total bases. I don't think they're going to walk him every time. And I think he can at least hit a double. So sounds good for my top play on two plays on Boom Fantasy. I'm going to go Raphael Devers over a half a hit. Uh, I again, I think he's he's my home run call, so that would be considered a hit. Right. And I'm going to go Lucas Giolito uh, over 17 and a half pitching outs. I think he gets six innings in at least against this Detroit. Uh, squad, if you want to call them a squad. Yeah, I kind of like that too. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, all right. That is it, I think. Is it, it I is. think we covered everything. 
Yeah. I do want to give one more ticket away. Uh, I'm going to hit the button and we're going to give one more ticket away. Boom. It is Travis Duarte. Travis Duarte has won a ticket. Uh, you uh, make sure and send us uh, at DFS Coach Talk. Uh, let us know uh, and we'll get that paypal over to you so you can get that down. Uh, anything else, Crash? No, I think we've covered everything, and uh, hopefully we crush this slate tonight. I'm ready to take something down. I've never really had that happen on these bigger slates, so hopefully well, it's tonight. This is, this is my sweet spot, so I'm expecting to do well. We really do appreciate you guys spending this time with us. We know there's a lot of other podcasts going on at this moment, and the fact that you chose to be with us uh, is fantastic. We hope to see you again every day. Uh, we're definitely going to be in in here for you in front of the paywall. Tomorrow we've got two podcasts. We've got the, the baseball at 5 p.m. Is it 5 p.m. tomorrow, Crash? Is that right? I think so. I'll double check it. And then we have 8 o'clock. We've got the NFL podcast for Sunday uh, that mm -hmm. we do tomorrow night. So join us for both of them for sure. And uh, if you hit the thumbs up, hit the subscribe button. And click the little alert. This way you know when our podcast posts and you won't miss out on anything. Thank you to our presenting sponsor, Boom Fantasy. And if you want to join us here at DFS Coach Talk, go to uh, dfscoachtalk.com. You can sign up for any of our memberships there. Thank you, everybody. Payne, Lanuka, King of Smack, Tony A., uh, Boy from Cali, all our regulars. We really do appreciate you. And we will be back again tomorrow for a double podcast as we yep. look to crush it in MLB and NFL, DFS, and Boom Fantasy.